really was just the most marvellous weekend, wasn't it? And Liam O'Brien, who we were talking to uh, last week on the show in advance of the Monster Hurling final, um, big uh, hurling fan, big fan of Limerick, of course, is uh, right now with me just to react and see how he uh, felt about it all. How are you, Liam? Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Joe. And as, as to quote your social media page as well, good morning from the home of the Munster Champions. That's right, yeah. And the social media this morning, I spotted that myself. Uh, how are you feeling? Oh, sure. It's fantastic, isn't it? I mean, it's just amazing, isn't it? This group of, of young Limerick men have given us so much memories over the last six years. And yes, yesterday it was like our first. And I think Dick and Hannah alluded to that as well. When we won it in 2013, 10 years ago, those famous scenes when we beat Cork, um, we hadn't won it for 17 years. And even though it was our fifth title in a row yesterday, there was a freshness and a newness about it. And I suppose it, it's in the supporters and it's also in the team as well because, you know what, Clare wanted that so badly to win that yesterday. It's been 25 years since they've won it. Proud Hurling County and Clare, fantastic mm-hmm. team themselves. And yet we wanted it every bit... Well- Bit as much as David, I mean, we have a Clare fan in here this morning and uh, pretty disgruntled now about the situation, particularly right at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. Look, I suppose that's the way it goes. I mean, the, the toughest job in sport is to be a referee, to be a referee in, in, in front of a, a crowd of 45,000 on a hot day with, with the speed of the game that goes. Um, I, you have to sympathise with, with Liam Gordon. I mean, I think the Sunday game um, gave a very balanced um, analysis of his performance last night. You, you know, both ways, you, you'll get some and sometimes you won't, you know, at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, uh, it has to be said, the better team won. Yeah. Well, here was a key moment in the game yesterday from a Limerick perspective. There go. 14, spins his man! Yes! Goal for Limerick! Aaron Milan! 114 to 113, it was going to happen. You can't keep fouling the man from the well. And the well never runs dry. Yeah. 114 to 113. What a game Aaron Galan had yesterday. Incredible. And I'm delighted you play that back, actually, because it just brings it back. The, the roof lifted off the stand when that went in. The place absolutely shook when that goal went in. Because uh, he was buzzing all day, Aaron, and we just knew the ball kept going into him. He was getting good ball. And we knew if he just got that bit of, bit of a chance that he'd take it. And he did. And as it turned out, um, and rightly so, he ended up being man of the match. But that goal was the crucial score of the whole game because it, it pushed us out into a position that we could build on, on, on. And as well as that, it made Clare chase the game right to the end, which on a hot day is a very hard thing to do. Mm. And Liam, when you were with us last week, with chatting to Liam O'Brien, uh, you talked about the Munster final as an occasion. And there is no question that yesterday certainly lived up to that. Oh, look, it was incredible, wasn't it? I mean, I can't wait to, to watch the, the the game back again and see it, you know. But, I mean, we're saying that the Munster Championship itself, Hurling Championship, is easily one of the most competitive championships in, 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 this, in the world of sports. And I would argue that on a sunny day, a full gate grounds, there's nothing like it. It's just absolutely, it's like a coliseum. It's amazing. And the saffron, saffron blue player the green and white of Limerick and the pace just was rocking and I mean we got into the ground as soon as it opened and people were just filing in it was just just a perfect sporting day and I think it could easily be said like it was probably one of the biggest if not the biggest sporting mm. day events in Limerick ever yeah, I mean we can be very proud of um, 
sport in Ireland in general of Gaelic mm. games, of hurling. Yeah. When you contrast it with what happens in some other sports elsewhere, I mean, it was very interesting to watch images from all over Limerick yesterday. What a family affair it was, you know, uh, the people having the crack in the best possible sense, being passionate in support of their county, of course, but the ability of supporters to mix, you know, in the stands, for example, mm. it's something we take for granted in this country, but it doesn't generally happen elsewhere. No, absolutely. You're right. It, it doesn't happen elsewhere. And particularly as we spoke about last Friday too, Joe, the proximity of Clare and Limerick. I mean, I don't know how many families I saw, but uh, well, I presume there were families where, where the, the mum or the dad, was, one of them was Limerick, one was Clare. And sometimes you see the kids then wearing those uh, spit jerseys that are half and half. Um, and people are mingling and talking together and walking past the woodfield and stuff. There was as many Clare people there as Limerick people there, you know, so... Mm. It really is. We, really we, I, I, we were even having a laugh about this at home this morning, you know, at breakfast. And I was saying to my wife, oh, God, you know, when you go in this morning now, what's going on? You have a fair few clear people working for you. And um, she said, oh, the most passionate of them all. She said, you know, won't be there today. They're off. So that that, that kind, of, kind of helps a little bit. Because <laughs> I, you could totally understand, you, you know, if, 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 this way, if the shoe had been on the other foot, We'd be having a different conversation Absolutely. this morning, especially in those dying moments of the game. Yeah. And Clare, to some extent at the moment, remind us a little maybe of the way Limerick were yeah. in the build-up very to those point. first All-Irelands, wasn't it? They, yeah. they're, they're an excellent team, very close to the breakthrough. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think you hit the nail on the head there. And I think it, 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 the point I made earlier about this seeming, seeming also new and fresh and that Limerick supporters are still hungry for success and more importantly, the team are so hungry for success. I think it's still in the back of our minds those days, not so long ago, that we were exactly in that position the same as Clare, giving it her all and maybe just coming up short. And sometimes when you get these plaudits and the, the, the backslapping, oh, you did great and stuff, it's no good when you have that one anything. And it, it, it was like that in Limerick for so long. Um... And I think that's what's probably driving this Limerick team on now is that that memory in the back of our minds of those days. I think Declan said it as well, you know. But you'd have to totally empathise with Clare because exactly what you said, we were in those those positions for so many years, losing the game by a puck of a ball, and you know it's no good. It's no good when you don't win, you know. No, it's not. No, and the scenes uh, afterwards on the pitch, and you know, Don O'Sullivan did our commentary yesterday, and in some of the fallow years, I remember he used to say to me nonstop, "I'm telling you, Joe, the Limerick hurlers on a roll are the biggest show in town." Absolutely, they are the biggest show in town. And as I said, in the space of two weeks, you had two forty-plus thousand. Uh, crowds at the grounds and the place is absolutely electric and there's nothing like it. It, it just takes over the whole city and county. I mean, I, we walked back in the Innes Road after the game yesterday. You can just feel the buzz around the place and it just it's just such a lift to everybody, you know, even people who might be diehard supporters yeah. can't help but feel the buzz around the place, you know, that this team is giving well, up. I mean, I even saw neighbours <laughs> of mine um, yesterday, you know, who were at the match walking around in Limerick jerseys and some of them are from Mayo and, you know, up the West Coast and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you name it, but they're on board and why not? <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. The, the unifying effect of sport is is infinite and it's it's great to see that, that Limerick have finally uh, found themselves in, in a place that we always thought they should be in. But uh, like you said about Clare, it's so hard to get there and, I mean... The, the difference between winning and losing by a point is actually colossal. 
and, and, and the last point this morning, Liam, we'll talk to you mm. again, of course, over the next few weeks. Um, there's a, a gap now, isn't it? The 8th of July, I think, is That's the right, semi-final yeah. for Limerick. And obviously, yeah. they'll have to play some internal matches, I'd say, that'll be at full pelt to keep themselves sharp. Because maybe the most worrying thing to happen from a Limerick perspective yesterday was... Kilkenny's last gasp and it was last gasp mm. winning goal against Galway Kilkenny believing Galway devastated but with something to prove Clare with something to prove even though they're devastated this morning there may only be two games between here and winning in All-Ireland but it'll be a long stretch Oh absolutely there's a load of hurling to go yet and, and when we run out into the field in Crow Park again in, in well four weeks time we'll say um There'll be a lot of hurling played and we're going to be playing against a team that has a couple of wins under their belt and is going to give it everything. So every game, last year's All-Ireland, if you look at it too, every game, these teams are all very good teams, excellent teams. Look at Kenny, like they just, the epitome of never say die hurling. Like they'll just play to the end, you know, like they did in the All-Ireland final last year against ourselves, you know. So, um, no, I'm glad Limerick had the four-week break. I think uh, with, with injuries to the likes of Keane, I think the four-week break is exactly what we need. As you say, it's back to the basics now, back to training in those A versus B games that John Kiley's always on about. And yet again, the value of our squad yesterday was proven when you had had the likes of uh, uh, Graham Mulcahy starting and David Reedy starting and the likes of Carl O'Neill coming on and um, Adam English as well. And they're all contributing. So it's very much a full squad effort. It's not just a cliche, it's actually quite true. And yesterday was case in point for that. All right, Liam. Well, they owe us nothing, the Limerick hurlers, but they Absolutely keep not. giving us more. There's no Absolutely. question about that. Thanks, Joe. And congratulations to John and the boys, and we're behind you all the way. It's all so right. Fast. Fantastic. Okay, we'll chat more about it. We'll hear some more clips from yesterday as well. And uh, that is uh, Limerick hurling fan Liam O'Brien. Uh, good to talk to you, Liam. And fair play to you, because I'd say now if we'd contacted uh, a lot of other Limerick fans this morning, <laughs> we might have struggled to get them on the air. <laughs> Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.